This is Main Thing Radio with Pastor Robert Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches verse by verse through the book of Acts. knows what he knows. You know what I mean by that? He has confidence in his knowledge. He's certain of what he knows. So much so that he's willing to stand in the midst of the national leadership, the teachers of the nation, and confront them with what they think they know. He's telling them they're all wrong. What does that have to do with him being a servant, Robert? Well, listen, often when we come to people and say, you know what, listen, we have a need over here. You know the response we get? That's not my gift. Today, Pastor Robert will be teaching us on the importance of being faithful in serving the Lord, like the deacon Stephen. Stephen wasn't just faithful in the small things, but he had a good reputation among the community he lived in. He was godly, and he knew the Word of God because he purposed to study the Scriptures. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor Robert with today's message. Jesus actually said that we should rejoice when people persecute us and abuse us because great, he said, is your reward in heaven. I don't think we can even fathom what an honor, what a privilege, and, and, and what a blessing, what a gift this was to Stephen and for Stephen. I don't think we'll be able to comprehend it until we're there and, and we can see what he sees and understand it, maybe even sit down and have a conversation with Stephen about the whole thing. But nonetheless, there's things that I want us to look at and consider. You know, the first one is that Stephen was willing to serve. I mean, put yourself in his shoes if you can, you know, think about it. You're a baby Christian. The church hasn't even existed but just a few months. I mean, this is all brand new stuff. He's young in the Lord. He's young, period. He's just a young man. Thousands of Christians. This controversy comes up. The Greek widows, the Hellenist widows, they're they're being cheated. They're, They're not being taken care of. Now, remember, Stephen, the name implies... He himself was Hellenist. And and, and when you look at his sermon, it becomes clear that he was because of the way he says some of the things. So here it's like this, you know, these are are some of the the older ladies that he knows. And they're being shortchanged. They're not being dealt with fairly, appropriately. Stephen knows the scriptures. It's obvious as we get into that sermon, you know, his teaching and, and how the Lord uses him. He knows the word. The guy goes on, you know, the, all he needs is for the high priest to say, is this true? And Stephen launches into it, and he gives them the most incredible overview, commentary, synopsis of the Old Testament scriptures that you'll find anywhere. He just breaks it down, lays it out. Now, he's doing this for the teachers of Israel. Do you understand? I mean, it would be like, you know, some freshman college student 
lecturing the faculty and of the most prestigious school. You know, like, like some engineering student going to MIT and on like the first week of school there, you know, they ask him a question and he proceeds to try to explain the nature of the universe to him. Or, you know what I mean? I mean, this is just like unbelievable. The guy knows the word. He knows what he knows. You know what I mean by that? He has confidence in his knowledge. He's certain of what he knows. So much so that he's willing to stand in the midst of the national leadership, the teachers of the nation, and confront them with what they think they know. He's telling them they're all wrong. What does that have to do with him being a servant, Robert? Well, listen, often when we come to people and say, you know what, listen, we have a need over here. You know the response we get? That's not my gift. You see... God wants me to teach. I'm, I'm gifted as a teacher. I'm, I'm a teacher. And, and if you need a teacher somewhere, I'm happy to do that. But I just don't deal with old ladies real well. You know, these, these bickering, complaining, disgruntled old women, it's not my, that's not my gift. Children? No, nah, I don't like kids. I, I, you know, nothing. I mean, I just, you know, that's just not my gift. I can't. Yeah, but that's where the need is. Well, I'm, you know, but that's just not my thing. Oh, well. The thing I love about Stephen, apparently Stephen had said to God, I'm yours. Whatever you need me to do, wherever you need me to do it, whenever you need me to do it, with whomever, I'm just a servant. And if that's what you need me to do, then I know you'll, you'll help me to do it. You'll empower me. There's probably somebody better, more equipped. You know, there's somebody more talented. You know what? I got so convicted. Now, this is years and years ago, but I was kind of belly aching, you know, complaining about God putting me in South Beach. This is too hard. And one day the Lord just really dealt with me, and it was through another brother. The essence of what the Lord said to me is, Robert, you need to realize that I could have put Franklin Graham, Greg Laurie. You know, God has his pick. He said, I've given you the responsibility. Now go do it, and I'll be with you. And that's what he said to Stephen. That's exactly what's taking place. And Stephen said, okay. Lord, I'm there. You want me waiting on tables instead of teaching the word? I'll, I'll wait on tables. I'll serve. There wasn't any of this stuff, you know, it's not my gift or, you know, no, no, no. I, you know, I, I'm already overbooked. That's another one, you know, my schedules. And you know what? There are times, I understand that. There are times when, yeah, we're, we're, we're as fully committed as we can be. But quite often it's a matter of convenience, we're reluctant to step outside our comfort zone or, or to inconvenience ourselves, roll up our sleeves. And I love the fact that Stephen was ready. You know, he, he, man, he just rolled up the sleeves. Okay, you know, when and where? When and where? I'm ready. There was no reluctance there. There was no demanding of a title. I've had, had guys say to me, you know, that if, if you, you know, give me position, give me a title, you know, then it'll, it'll give credibility. And I'll be, I'll be able to, you know, I'll be better able to minister, you know, make disciples because it gives credibility. Listen, if you need a title to make you credible, you either are because of your life or you're not. And a title won't change it. If you're leading in the body of Christ, people around you will see that and respond to it. That's where the credibility comes from. Respect is earned. When, they, when people around you see you loving and living selflessly and sacrificially, that's what they saw with Stephen. Stephen stepped up. Stephen was eloquent. He was 
wise. He was full of the Holy Spirit, full of wisdom. He was a man of integrity. And they laid hands on him and commissioned him as a waiter. And he jumped into it. He was ready to serve. He was also ready to speak when the time came. He didn't say, oh, well, I guess I'm not going to be a teacher. You know, they've got me over here doing this thing with these old ladies. I'm just going to be dishing out rice and beans, I guess. I don't, you know, should be teaching somewhere. They won't make me a teacher. They just want me doing this, the mop thing over here. No. He continued to study. He continued to pray. He continued to be prepared. He continued to allow the Lord to equip him. And so when the opportunities came, and, and I love the fact, and it, it, I'll be honest with you, I've read this, I don't know how many times I've read this passage, and I missed something in there that's significant. The synagogue of the freedmen. Notice who's mentioned. Cyrenians, Alexandrians, and those from Cilicia and Asia. Now flip over a few pages and look at Acts 21.39. Acts 21.39 tells us why God decided you know, to, uh, to tell us about this group from the synagogue of the freedmen that wanted to dispute with Stephen, but couldn't. What does it say about Saul of Tarsus? A city in Cilicia. Saul who later became the Apostle Paul, was quite possibly, maybe even probably, part of that synagogue, which included people from his hometown, his area. Paul was Cilician. These people, it says, they were disputing, they were you know, arguing with Stephen. About what? Well, apparently, they, you know, Stephen's going into the synagogue of which he's a part, and, and he's talking to them about the Lord Jesus. He's sharing with them what he's learned, what he's found out. Here's this young whippersnapper, and they're arguing with him. But they can't really, because he knows his stuff. He knows what he's talking about, and he knows that he knows it, because he has studied. He's been diligent. He has listened to every word that Peter has said. You know, every word that James and John have, have uttered you know, relating what Jesus had explained to them from the Old Testament scriptures. You know, Stephen has soaked it up. You know, he's took notes. He's prayed about it. He's, he knows what he knows. And now he's ready to speak it out. And as he speaks and they try to argue with him, they can't because he's right. It makes them angry. It frustrates them. But they can't really dispute it. They can't really refute what he's, what he's saying. And even more importantly, they were not able to resist the wisdom and the spirit by which he spoke. His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We are so glad you joined us for today's edition of Main Thing Radio. Pastor Robert will be back with another message from God's Word soon. But in the meantime, we'd like to invite you to peruse our website, MainThingRadio.com. Right now, we'd like to take a minute to tell you how you can support the ministry of Main Thing Radio. God has been using Main Thing Radio as a powerful tool to reach people with the gospel, and He has given us a vision to expand our ministry and reach this earthly mission field with His message of hope and forgiveness. But just as with any ministry, there are significant costs involved in producing professional quality radio broadcasts. Would you prayerfully consider partnering with us in our continuing ministry here at Main Thing Radio? With a gift of $15 or more, we'll send you a copy of The Jesus Style by Gail Irwin. Used as a textbook in many seminaries, The Jesus Style shows how the example of Jesus is one after which each Christian should model their own life. 
This inspiring book is yours as our way of saying thank you for your devotion to Main Thing Radio. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click Donate at the top of the page. From all of us at Main Thing Radio, we want to say thank you for joining us for today's message. Be sure to tune in again right here on Main Thing Radio.